now the news. I'm Shane Bigham. Chinese President Xi Jinping has stressed promoting a new round of large-scale equipment renewal and trade-in of consumer goods. He also called for lowering logistics costs at a meeting of the Central Commission for Financial and Economic Affairs. China's published guidelines to improve protection of the rights of workers engaged in new employment forms. Workers involved in the platform economy, such as delivery, transport and home services, will start to enjoy minimum wage protection. China has 84 million workers engaged in new employment forms. The government previously released several documents to protect their rights and interests. Chinese Foreign Minister Wang Yi says China and Germany are partners with huge potential for cooperation. He made the remarks in meeting with Jens Plotner, the German Chancellor's foreign and security policy advisor, in Beijing on Friday. Wang said the development of the two countries poses opportunities rather than challenges. Plotner said Germany hopes to strengthen strategic dialogue with China and further expand cooperation in various fields. He also said the two countries can make joint contributions to tackling climate change and promoting world peace and development. The health ministry in Gaza says Israeli forces have raided the Nasser medical complex again. The ministry says the raid came shortly after Israeli troops withdrew. Aid groups are planning to evacuate about 140 patients stranded in the hospital. On Friday, a high-level Hamas delegation wrapped up its visit to Cairo after meeting senior Egyptian officials on the situation of the Gaza Strip. Meanwhile, Israeli media say their government will join truce and hostage negotiations in Paris this weekend with the U.S., Qatar and Egypt. Sarah Coates has more from Tel Aviv. We do know that the Mossad chief, David Bania, the CIA boss, Bill Burns, also the Qatari prime minister and Egypt's spy chief, they will be leading off these talks in Paris. And really, this is coming at an extremely sensitive time. We do know, of course, that the U.S. Mideast envoy Brett McGurk. He is still here in the region. Indications show that Israel and Hamas are willing to negotiate over an interim deal that could exchange 35 sick and elderly hostages with unknown number of Palestinian prisoners released in return. Thousands of young doctors in South Korea continue their strike against plans to increase the number of medical school admissions. Hospitals are trying to cope by extending working hours and have turned to telephone consultations. The walkout by almost two-thirds of the country's trainee doctors has forced hospitals to turn away patients and cancel procedures. Suman Yu reports from Seoul. Because of this large-scale exodus of trainee doctors, concerns over the medical system disruptions are mounting. Now, for instance, Samsung Medical Center has postponed 40% of its scheduled surgeries. Severance Hospital and Gangnam Severance Hospital are operating at half capacity. So to address this kind of staffing shortage, full-time doctors, professors, nurses, specialists, they are being mobilized to fill in these empty positions. Now, an official from one of the big five major hospitals here in Seoul issued a stark warning saying that the next week to 10 days could be a crisis. And beyond that point, the situation may spiral out of control. Now, while outpatient clinics continue to operate at normal capacity, this collective resignation is significantly affecting emergency patients in particular. China's begun construction on the second phase of the Zhengzhou nuclear power project. It uses China's third-generation Hualong-1 reactors. The project in Fujian province will have six nuclear power units when it's finished. 
Germany's Voith Group has signed an agreement with China's Weifu Group to develop high-pressure hydrogen storage systems. The result of the project will apply in fields such as transportation and power. The two companies will establish joint ventures in Germany and the city of Wuxi to cover the European, U.S. and Asian business markets. Official data shows that China's home prices continued to cool in January, but declines narrowed in both new home and pre-owned markets. In the four first-tier cities, prices of new homes dropped by 0.3 percent, though Shanghai registered a slight increase. Second-tier and third-tier cities witnessed a 0.4 percent drop compared with the previous month. Prices for pre-owned homes in the first-tier cities declined 1 percent on a monthly basis, with the pace of decline slightly narrowing. That's the news. I'm Shane Begum.